Hi, how are we? Did you miss me? Because I missed doing this. I missed podcasting. <laughs> uh, I have not been here in a minute. I have not posted a podcast in a minute. But you know what? I was going through the last few weeks of season 27 of my life, aka I just turned 28. So it was my birthday and I turned 28 on Friday and the few weeks leading up to it, it's like it's like coming up to New Year's Eve, you know, there's a lot of closure you feel and you reflect on the lessons that you learned over the last year and what you did and what you achieved and, and you try to focus more on the positive aspects of the year as opposed to anything negative that happened, but also you reflect on anything negative that did happen that kind of caused you to grow. So that's where I've been at for the last few weeks. Also, I've kind of been restructuring everything to allow for more of this, more of my own stuff, more of my podcast, my content, my YouTube. I kind of, <laughs> I had a midlife crisis situation with YouTube and I think that was also connected to turning 28. So I got this mad rush of blood to the head some people would call it where I was like I'm going to start a brand new YouTube channel so if you don't know now you know I have a YouTube channel where I have been posting for about three years now in my head it had been way longer <laughs> but I got a reminder that it was actually only three years that I have this channel and I've grown this channel by myself from zero to about 7,500 subscribers which is amazing especially for YouTube because YouTube is the platform where it takes the most consistency and commitment to really rack in those numbers especially at the start of your channel and I don't know what it was maybe it was self-doubt it was definitely self-doubt and it was a mixture of self-doubt and being in a creative rut I guess and I was like I know the answer to my problem with YouTube I'm just going to start a brand new channel. <laughs> so I went to zero, completely unmonetized, brand new channel or demonetized. And the thing about YouTube is there's no way to tell all your new subscribers or your old subscribers that you have a new YouTube channel. You have to rely on the algorithm or potentially if they follow you on maybe Instagram or TikTok. But the thing is with a lot of YouTube people, they mightn't follow you other places, you know. And it wasn't even the fact that people didn't migrate, but basically how I realized that that was an outrageous move on my part was I was looking through old photos, as you do when you're coming up to your birthday, you know, and I scrolled all the way back to about three years ago when I was in Australia and I saw a screenshot of my YouTube channel from like that day three years ago I think it was like the start of April and I had a hundred and like 25 subscribers and something in me just clicked I was like this time three years ago there were a hundred people watching my videos or subscribed to my channel and that's amazing and since three years I've been able to not only grow my channel but monetize it so basically if you don't know now you know to earn money from YouTube as a platform because YouTube pays you for ads on your videos now it doesn't pay you a whole lot well it depends on the channel and the views and where your viewers are from and there's a lot that goes into it 
but to get monetized you have to get a thousand subscribers which I mean give or take isn't too difficult but you have to get 4,000 watch hours so people have to watch 4,000 hours worth of videos on your channel which is obviously huge and I looked back and I was like Rebecca you haven't been doing YouTube for 20 years you haven't been doing it for you've been doing it for three years like you're still so new and I think because what happened in 2020 kind of skewed all of our perception of time maybe so anything pre-2020 feels like feels like a different life you were a different person you might have different interests it might feel like so long ago so I think it kind of skewed my length of time that I felt like I had been on YouTube and maybe I felt like I wasn't connected to some of the content that I made before but then I also saw one of my favorite YouTubers and she had a video it was recommended on my channel from seven years ago and it was a video that she had made seven years ago but that was a completely different version of her like I even knew from the thumbnail and I was like oh my god she has grown so much since that video and people who subscribe to her channel are able to see that growth if they're new subscribers they're all they're able to go all the way back and as opposed to looking at an old version of you as a negative thing they'll be able to see the growth whereas you look back and you're like oh my god I don't resonate with that or I looked back and I was like oh my god I don't resonate with some of the content so long story short I was like Rebecca that was an outrageous idea so uh, as any person in 2022 does I posted to my Instagram stories and I was like besties I'm having a bit of a crisis and I explained everything that I just explained to you and I asked people for their opinions and what they should do and like it just like when I do this when I post anything on my stories where I'm like besties I need your opinion or whatever without sounding like a complete narcissist I always kind of know what I'm going to do I just want to see if other people agree but like I'm a Taurus at the end of the day if I want to do something I will and no one like if everyone in those stories is like no you shouldn't do it keep the new channel I still would have stuck went back to the old one essentially so I was dealing with that uh creative burnout a lot of restructuring of my own personal life my work life and really figuring out what I want out of 28 out of the year 28 in my life and what I want is this what I want is this creating my own content for myself for my own platforms and connecting with anyone who resonates and who enjoys and who is inspired and who is motivated and who laughs or feels good or whatever reason that you are now listening to this podcast that's what I want more of out of the 28th year of my life so here we are and I'm back baby now I am slight update before we get into today's podcast even though this whole eight minutes of me talking is an update I'm currently podcasting while lying down because I woke up yesterday morning with 
like, do you know when you have a really stiff neck when you sleep funny? And I thought it was just a stiff neck, but there's like a lump of something that's swollen at the top of my back, like bottom of my neck part, you know, where your back be- meets your neck or your neck meets your back. So it's actually way more comfortable for me to lie down and podcast today. But that also means that I have less mobility. So this podcast will be a lot. I don't edit the podcast anyway, but sometimes I will pause and go back quickly and like edit as I go. If I say something that I'm like, oh, or if I stutter or anything like that. Whereas today, because I'm lying down, I don't really have a lot of that mobility. But we roll. So what I wanted to talk about in today's podcast, both episodes this week, because if you don't know now, you know, I do an episode on Monday and Thursday. Now I say that whilst not have posted an episode in about three or four weeks, but from now on, and I know I said that before, but 28 is like, it's like a new year for me. You know, it's like last week, the day before my birthday was New Year's Eve and I was coming into this new year with new intentions and new goals and new things I want to do. And one of my massive intentions for 28 is consistency with my content, whether that's TikTok, Instagram, YouTube and my podcast. So this week, both episodes will be talking kind of today's episode I might as well tell you, we're going to talk about the idea of getting older, the idea of birthdays and especially as women, the idea that you should have certain milestones hit by a certain age and, you know, how to not fear getting older and how to not feel like you're not where you should be based on society's idea of where you should be. That's what we're talking about today. And then on Thursday, I'm going to talk it's going to be more personal so I'm going to talk about lessons I learned when I was 27 because 27 it's the start of your Saturn return right and if you don't know what a Saturn return is Google is your friend but basically it's where life kind of tries to test you and teach you lessons up till you're about 30 so that's why so many women in their 30s have like this new lease of life and everyone says like your 30s is the maidest thing because you're on the other side of that Saturn return. So you've gone through and like learned about yourself and grown and whatever. So that's Thursday's episode. So anyways, <laughs> 28. Okay, so first things first, I want to tell you what younger me, where younger me thought she would be when she was 28. So obviously, well, maybe this isn't obvious, but when I was growing up, the benchmark for like when you should be getting engaged or getting married is 28, was 28 for me. And maybe that's because my mom got married when she was 28. But I feel like, you know, before 28, everyone's different. So maybe for some people, they were like, I want to be married by when I'm 25. Maybe some people said, I want to be married by when I'm 30. Maybe some people are like, I never want to get married. Everyone's different. But for me, the kind of benchmark was 28. And I remember me and one of my very, very good friends, Laura, used to always say, you know, (laughs) it's so funny thinking about this. But we used, I just remember talking about this with her a lot. We're both Tauruses, so we're on the same wavelength, kind of, but we're also two completely different people. But either way, we used to say like, okay, So if you're going to get engaged when you're 28, then you, 
if you want to be married before 30, I think that was our thing. If you want to be married before you're 30, you want to be getting engaged when you're like 28. So then you have to be with the person that's going to propose to you before you're 26. Because I think we said you have to find the boyfriend by your like 24th birthday, realistically, because you want to be going out with them for two years and then move in with them at 26 for two years. And then they propose. (laughs) And then they propose at 28 and then you get married at like 29 or before 30. So that was our kind of roadmap to what our mid to late 20s would look like. <laughs> and I think a lot of people can relate to this, especially as women. You're like, if if you want to get married and if you've kind of thought about that before or you want to have a person or even if you don't want to get married, it's kind of like, you see people getting married and you're like okay that's the normal thing and like you know you want to find someone before you're 30 because god forbid you turn 30 single I'm not saying that now like now I really don't care but when you were younger the age 30 seemed so old and it just seemed like so far away and you were like you know you have to have that and this that and the other so that was my weird idea of what my 20s would look like now my 20s did not look like that at all so early 20s when I turned 21 I was in a relationship and then we went long distance and then that was like on and off and on and off and that brought me it kind of finished finished fully when I was like 23 so then before my 24th birthday So I was still January before my 24th birthday. I would have been nearly turning 24 when in my weird timeline, I was like, that's when I have to find the man, even though I wasn't thinking about that consciously all the time. But that's what I had said. But what ended up happening is I moved to Australia for a year and turned 25 in Australia and then got into another relationship and then by the time my 26th birthday came around I was in a global pandemic and (laughs) I forgot about my 24th birthday I was in Thailand 25th birthday I was in Australia 26th birthday global pandemic lockdown 27th birthday Dubai and 28th birthday back in my hometown so I did so much traveling, I did so much growing, I did so much learning, I became so much more spiritual, so much more independent, a lot less people pleasy, a lot less reliant on other people, a lot of lessons learned and I'm nowhere near where I thought 28 year old me would be but I'm so happy about that. And I think a lot of people, you know, especially with the pandemic, like I still feel I am on the inside. I am 25. Okay, and some people might be like, I feel like I'm 21. I feel like I'm 18. Number one, age is subjective. And number two, I feel like 25 year old me was like starting to mature and like, do you know what? Actually, I feel like I'm 26 because 26 was the year I had like my spiritual awakening or whatever but I genuinely feel like I haven't 
aged since then and maybe I'm associating aging with a bad thing and maybe that's why I feel like I'm saying I haven't aged but I think you know we did lose I'm gonna say we did lose two years of our life due to what has happened but also I'm saying that in recognizing like I actually did quite a lot over the last two years as opposed to a lot of people and I was lucky to be able to do that but I don't feel 28 but I do and I think when I say I don't feel 28 I mean I don't feel like the 28 that I assumed 28 would feel like and be like and I think as you get older you realize you always kind of feel the same but everyone's like oh you're an adult now and you're like am I you know (laughs) I don't think there's a certain age in life when you have that transition from how you've always felt but I think people put expectations and pressure that you have to mature and you have to get older and you have to achieve this and you have to achieve that and you know you're a certain age now so you probably shouldn't be doing that anymore or you're a certain age now so it's probably too late to travel or it's too late to break up with your boyfriend of five years because you don't really get along you might as well stay with him or it's too late to change your career entirely or you should be getting a mortgage or you should be getting a house or you should be looking at a pension and I feel like obviously some of those are responsible decisions and everyone's different and if you're like you know what I want my life to go a certain way so by this age I'm gonna have this thing done for me great but I'm not that way I'm not a planner I don't write lists I don't stick to a routine per se I I like more of a system or a schedule um or not even a schedule more of a system like I know I always know what I'm working towards and I always know what I want but I don't have a direct roadmap to get there because life is always changing and to be honest I'm the type of person that if you give me a direct roadmap I will do everything in my power to do it my own way anyway but I just want everyone listening to this who maybe is nervous about their birthday or fears that maybe they're turning 30 soon or they feel like they don't have a figure out or they feel like they're not where they should be that a lot of what we're basing where we should be on is society standards and a lot of society standards came from when the average life expectancy was like 60 or 70 so you know people got married and had kids in their early 20s because they were almost halfway through their life by then whereas the average life expectancy is always going up and up and up and I think that we need to restructure our lives based on that number one but also based on what we want to do because there were a lot of necessities especially for women you know women couldn't vote and women you know you kind of had to have a husband to get a loan or to get a mortgage or to get your own house like men were a lot more of a necessity 20 years ago 30 years ago 40 years ago 50 years ago than they are in 2022 and therefore getting married and doing all that thing is more was more of a necessity as opposed 
to out of love. So I think we all need to think about that and we all need to stop putting pressure on ourselves. And I know sometimes putting pressure on yourself is good because it gives you something to strive for and it gives you goals. But I think when it comes to a part where you're worrying and where you're in this constant fear and when you're basing your decisions of a weird timeline in your head that you think you should have done that's when it gets dangerous essentially because that's when you stop making decisions for what's best for you and what's best for the life that you want to live so I really am excited to be 28 I'm really excited for a new year I love birthdays I absolutely love birthdays Like when I was younger, I was planning my birthday party from about January (laughs) every year. I had dress up parties. I had themed parties. I had like water slide. Like I was obviously so blessed and so fortunate and so lucky to have parents that allowed that. But I always had birthday parties and I always loved celebrating my birthday. And just because I'm getting older doesn't mean that I should not want to celebrate my birthday when that is such a core part of who I am and maybe you don't really you never really enjoyed celebrating birthdays and that's fine once it's not coming from a place of like self-deprecation or not liking yourself or not thinking that you're good enough for people to celebrate you and I think as we get older getting older is amazing Because getting, first of all, getting older is, um, what's the phrase? It's uh, something denied to many. It's a privilege denied to many getting older. Getting older means that you're learning more and you're growing and you're not the same person you were last year or two years ago or six months ago or yesterday or five years ago. Getting older means that you get to maintain friendships that you've had for years and also make new ones getting older means that maybe you care less about what people think or you have found your own personal style or you're really comfortable in yourself or you've become more confident or you're not part as many you're not part of as many cliques anymore and you just have core people in your life And you just mix and mingle them, you know, because I think that's definitely something as you get older that you learn that like good people are good people and you don't have to be in a clique and you don't have to be in a group. You can just vibe with someone on a personal level. And then when it comes to something like a birthday or when it comes to something like a celebration, you celebrate with the people who mean the most to you, not you celebrate from specific people in a specific group because that's your group or that's your clique you know so yeah I just I love getting older and you know especially for women like the whole age thing is a sensitive subject because women are expected to have a certain shelf life and A woman's age in society is a lot more important than a man's age. The younger, the better, essentially. And the longer, younger you look. And oh my God, what age are you? Oh my God, I can't believe you're that age. 
that whole conversation is bullshit. Like, ab- like the idea that you're worth less <laughs> because you're older is outrageous to me. And if any of you feel that way or you have been made feel that way, then fuck the person who made you feel that way. Because their idea of age is so ugly and negative as opposed to this beautiful thing. And like I said, a privilege that is denied to so many. So what I want you to do when you're listening to this right now or after you finish listening is think about everything you think you're quote unquote too old to do right now. Because someone else told you that or because that's your idea. Whether you think you're too old to move to a new country and start a new life. Whether you think you're too old to travel. Whether you think you're too old to live a certain lifestyle or do a certain thing or learn a new skill or have a new hobby or completely rethink who you are and what you want. And I want you to focus more on doing that because like... I think part of circling back to what we began starting talking about in this podcast today, I think part of me when I set up the new YouTube channel, I was like, you know, I've had this channel for so long, for so many years. Like in my head, I was like, I've had this channel for 10 years. No, I haven't. No, I have not been posting content on YouTube for 10 years. That is a lie that I made up to myself. But in my head, I was like, I've been doing it for so long and I'm not, I put this weird timeline on myself. I was like, I'm too old not to have been successful at this yet. And firstly, it's like, Rebecca, what's your idea of success? Because you've been able to create a community with over 7,000 people that is monetized where you get to creatively express yourself. Like, what's my idea of success? You know? a hundred thousand subscribers a million subscribers like why haven't I doing this why haven't I achieved that what do other people think because I'm posting on this channel that should be so much more successful based on because I'm 28 like if I was 21 right now and I had a YouTube channel for three years there would be no way that I would be like oh I'm just gonna restart this whole thing because I've had it for so long and it should be doing so much better by now and that wasn't something I realized until I really thought about it. And I really asked myself, Rebecca, why did you start this new YouTube channel? Why did you feel the need to do it? And it was because of a weird expectation that I had on myself that I should be more successful by now. That because I'm nearly 28, there should be a certain status which I should have reached. And because I haven't reached that, Whatever I've done up till now isn't good enough. So I'm going to start a new channel and hopefully have success there. And that is such bullshit. And it's such bullshit for so many reasons. But one of the main reasons is my current favorite creators on TikTok and Instagram and podcast and wherever right now are women who are mostly all in their 30s and who also didn't become successful quote unquote successful because it's whatever that means to you but well known until they were in their 30s you know they spend their 20s trying things and figuring things out and doing this and doing that and learning 
about themselves and about the world. And I don't deem them as too old. I don't deem, deem them as, oh my God, I can't believe they weren't successful in their career until they were 31 or 32 or 30. I can't believe, you know, I don't hold other people to that standard. So why am I doing that to myself? And that is what I learned. And that is what I wanted to pass on to you in this podcast episode. So age is just a number. You are exactly where you're meant to be right now, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. But if there's anything that you're holding yourself back from because you think you're too old or you're too late or you should have done it when you were younger or five years ago or 10 years ago or two years ago, I want you to do it now because what? Like, how do we convince ourselves that there's a certain timeline on things when there's absolutely not because your timeline is your timeline for a reason and every timeline that you could possibly possibly have already exists you just have to tap into it so thank you so much for listening I look forward to uh, chatting to you again on Thursday and I will be chatting to you again on Thursday so there are no ifs or buts about it Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, you can leave a review on Apple or Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast. I never mentioned that. And yeah, chat to you Thursday. Bye.